0: Welcome to the 3rd Eye Podcast, featuring Matthew James, Nick Tuggle, and Justin Fitzpatrick. Welcome back to another episode of the 3rd Eye Podcast. My name is Justin Fitzpatrick. As always, I am joined with the two best co-hosts on this side of the galaxy, Matthew James, and Nick Tuggle. And this week, not even this week, this episode, excuse me, we're going to get into an episode that is a little bit different. And it's entitled Friendships. Because friends, so how ugly. many of us have them? You're so ugly, bro. Hey, bro, I am. But hey, okay. I, had to, I, had to throw, I had to throw it in there. I mean um friendships man friendships are (laughs) literal I want to I'll describe it as the thread between the major minor life moments that happen and between the friends are the people around you that that really make those memories you know something special um you know other than family they're some of the closest people to you um and you know, even some people will say they are closer than family, and we'll actually unpack that a little bit as we get into the episode. But let's just go ahead and get it started. What is a, what is an acquaintance? You know, can 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 anybody answer that question? What's an acquaintance? You know,
1: um, an acquaintance is. I feel like there's going to be somebody that you see regularly although you keep a healthy and respectable amount of distance to basically let it be, right? Um, For better example, uh, I have a lot of acquaintances at work. I see them regularly throughout the week. However, you know, if it doesn't go past work, then uh, we're gonna be strictly acquaintances. If I don't hang out with you, if you don't call me outside of work, we're acquaintances, right? yeah, So, like I said, healthy amount and re- healthy and respectable amount of distance away from said person, just to keep cordial with one another. Only so much information is shared, like my name. <laughs> A few jokes here and there. Let me stop being. Let me stop being like that. A few jokes shared here and there and, you know, vital information, you know, why we like a job, you know, stuff like that. Well, this is me using it, you know, because we have acquaintances from school as well that you see, like, every yeah. day in class, and, you know, but it just does not go further than said scenario, you know. That's yeah. Much yeah. I
0: like yeah. that definition. Uh, Nick, that was a spot on one. Was spot on masterful masterful job
1: have webster uh um you know go ahead and sponsor me you have webster in your but, ring
0: that's what you said okay you no i said
1: it? i definitely said you can have them sponsor me um okay. okay yeah i just want some lunch bro i just want some lunch i'm dead, <laughs> I'm dead. so oh.
0: next what is oh, it? I have nothing to add. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah we,
1: we, we, figured, we figured that. Yeah. 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 We, <laughs> we, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, <laughs> since we talked about what an acquaintance is, what is a friend?
2: A friend is like a step above. Like, we might interact a little bit more. Well, we definitely interact more, maybe outside of situations where we have to be together. You know, we text. Um, but it's more casual, so it's not consistent. I think what's what really separates that from the next level is just the consistency aspect. There's potential for it to be like a stronger friendship, but it's probably just you know just casual.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, that's that's gonna be pretty much it. You know, it gets. To, I I just think when it comes to acquaintance and friend, there is a mutual. Uh, understanding between each other that we're going to be interacting a little bit more Um, because (laughs) I don't know if you guys have actually experienced this but you know some guys some people will deem you friends before you deem them friends has that happened for you guys before you know where some people just like yeah you're my friend now like hold on wait (laughs) wait what (laughs) what do you mean by that <laughs> um and that's why I just wanted to add that mutual <laughs> understanding in there real quick. Um because if it ain't mutual, then I'm gonna be honest with you. It's just that you're still an acquaintance. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's all I got. That's that's all I got for that.
0: Um I like that. I like that a lot. I like what both of you kind of said. Um Matt with you definitely pointing out the casual, so it's not you're not as invested in in waiting for that that like energy to happen. It's like, you know, we're cool, you know, this it is what it is, this is what it is. And then Nick, you know, with you literally just saying it's mutual, like something that it's agreed upon you know, the both of you that, you know, we are friends because we have run instances of somebody be like, that's my friend. And then the other person be like, I don't really know that person like that, but okay. You know, so I like how you both <laughs> described that. And I, <laughs> to be quite honest, I don't think I can add anything else on because it is that step above like acquaintance and then you go like friend. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I really don't have much else to add because... You guys kind of, in two parts, put the whole definition of it together.
2: So, Justin, what kind of uh, what qualities do you look for in your friends?
0: Uh, oh man, how much time we got? <laughs> uh, everybody, look! <loves>, everybody, look! <laughs> man, um, in my friends, um, I definitely look for somebody that is i won't say dependable right because i think there's a specific level specific level of friendship that you're saying where i where i will then expect you to be dependable but um somebody that you know that's cool has like energies or like ideas in a way um not necessarily though a yes man i would love you know someone that speaks their mind you know someone that has their own opinion on things um we share a common interest i don't think a lot of people um recognize that with friends but most friends are kind of centered around a common interest somewhere whether you like you know the same sports same foods or you like to go out to eat and try new things same activities or hobbies um somebody that is that has a moral compass you know they ain't gonna put me in situations or um put themselves in situations that i wouldn't personally do so uh somebody that has a moral compass kind of in the same realms of me um somebody that is ambitious as well um you know somebody that that has Envisioned or looked at their life and really planned, you know some things out or um has goals that they're trying to achieve, because I think goal setting in friendships is very important, because it helps you um keep everything 100. Um and someone that can hold me accountable, you know, and my as we are all humans we're all going to have flaws, Um, so in those flaws, you know hold me accountable um. If I've done something wrong, if I've hurt you in any type of way, if you feel like um, I'm looking at something from a perspective um, that doesn't line up with yours per se, you know, hold me accountable and definitely have a conversation with, with me and someone that can come to me and have a conversation. Those are probably the biggest qualities I look for in a friend. Any other thoughts from my fellow co-hosts?
1: I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't really thought about it that far in advance to the point where I'm just looking for something. I know that most of the people that come into your life and you allow them to stay in your life um, are going to be sort of like you in some way or another. Um, whether they're close friends, uh, best friends, you know, or just a regular friend. um, And so just to not just go down the list and just start saying, you know, things that should be understood. Um, it's going to be somebody who's either A, is going to be like me in some way or fashion, um, you know, or B, you know, has like a good heart or a good head on your shoulders. I, I think you can befriend anybody if you have one of those. Um, because this is not like we're, we're a step above acquaintance. So I don't give you that many responsibilities as my friend. Um, if that makes any sense, I just don't, if we're friends, I don't expect certain things from, this sounds so terrible, but (laughs) I don't expect certain things from you right off the bat. Like, cause if we're going from step one to step two, and this is acquaintance from friend, I don't expect like everything right off the bat you know at this point i'm still trying to figure out uh how you'd fit in my life vice versa so you know i want to just let you be you and then at that point i'd be like ah i have to let you go be dog um so yeah but that moves us to the next question so what is a best friend so we've covered acquaintance we've covered friend and now we're moving on the next step of a best friend so what do you guys think i hate the word best friend it makes me sick it makes you cringe yes
2: but... i hate <laughs> referring to someone as my best friend. i'm being honest like i hate it so much um a best friend and i have a few um uh there i can just i guess the biggest thing is just i can just be vulnerable with them. Like I I have a lot to say, a lot, and I don't get many chances to. So the people that I do feel like, you know, really easy going around and I can like, I feel like most people who've ever interacted with me feel like I'm a, I'm a really open person and I am, but that's because I say more than most, but there's still a lot more that I don't say. Um, so like the people that I can say whatever I want around, you know, like in terms of like what goes on within me. I guess I probably call them my, I'll be quicker to call them my best friend more than others. Um, But uh, I think my best friends are definitely the people I depend on the most, the people that I expect to be, or just expect to interact with the most. Um, And the people I can rely on to hold me accountable and um, I don't really hold anyone responsible for my well-being. <laughs> but I guess I, re- I just rely on them for that social interaction. Because if there's anybody I'm going to for that, it's them
0: first. So yeah, that's me. Uh, I would say somebody that I invest time into. um. Because when you get to that level, (laughs) when you get to that level (laughs) of of best friend, um, I think there's, there's been some serious like man hours put in um, to develop the, 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 the friendship. So um, that as well as a level of vulnerability, um, definitely agree with you there, Matt, um, because then you let them into specific asset aspects, not assets aspects of your life, um, and you give them access to you in a way that others don't, um, and someone that, if push comes to shove, and I'm just going to put that, I guess, warning, not even warning, mm-hmm. but that disclaimer before i say the statement if push comes to shove i can depend on it in most situations i'm able to to operate on my own so if i get into trouble or something comes up i'm able to to maneuver but if i needed someone to call them um they're usually they'll usually be you know other than my significant other there would usually be someone I could call on um to be able to to help me in a moment of distress um that's pretty much it for me um other than the things I've already said before with friend just add added layer to everything I said before plus those things
1: um I definitely think that uh you know best friend is up there um And when I, this has been, okay, so me personally, I hold friends really, really dear, okay? Because I've just been pretty much cut apart from the family side, all right? Not afraid to say that. So getting to the friend, so, okay, so looking at the whole spectrum, you know, from acquaintance to friend to some people say close friends to best friends um i think if you're a friend then you're dear to me right if you're a best friend that means you're like you're it like you're you're literally it you're at that point i don't need to call you my best friend you're my brother if you're a girl and some guys or people don't believe in girl best friends you know then you're my sister i'll say it like that at that point you are no longer like um okay so being that being that you are a friend and we are not bonded by blood but we're bonded by just about everything else you are no longer responsible for just yourself if that makes any sense you are now responsible for yourself and myself if that makes any sense right so I have your back, you have my back. I hold you accountable, you hold me accountable, right? You, you are with me through thick and thin, I am with you through thick and thin. The mutual respect just keeps increasing. And when we get to, and when we talk about best friends specifically, it increases like a thousand fold. Like, I hate to say it like that um, because I know certain people don't really see other people like that, you know, when they have it, you know, when they have other things intact, um, where it's just like, you're just a friend. I see you occasionally, or you're a best friend, but I still see you, um, with convenience. Or it's like, some people hold that term to themselves, uh, based on different circumstances. Me personally, I don't. If I call you a friend, you're already, you're already cool with me. You're already it, right? but like I said from earlier, you just don't have certain responsibilities or you just don't have certain, or you just don't get certain, you know, things from me. If you're a best friend and you're just, you're not, you're, I never, I'm not going to say that term. I will say that for, um, to help people understand what kind, what kind of, uh, um, what kind of position they're in, because some people don't understand what it actually means. Like, I'm going to like, for instance, like, Aunt, I'm going to call him my best friend to people who don't know him, but to other people that actually know him like yeah, he's my brother. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like he has, I know he has my back, like, and I have his too, you know, things like that. Um, but like I said, I, I hold that, uh, that position dearly to me. Cause that's just, that's just me. Some people don't have to do that. I do. Um, so best friend is like, number one, like you're literally right next to me, um, and you know some people will disagree and be like well you shouldn't do that to other people blah blah etc cetera, etc cetera. i don't care i don't because if you're in my life you should know that as justin said i'm going to invest as much time as you're investing in me so a lot of yeah. things a lot of things that you're going to be going through you should know that you, you don't have to go through it yourself you don't have to witness things by yourself like you're as me i would say your brother. Is here for you, your brother has your back, you know. So, yeah, which moves us into the roles, right? That your friends play in your life, and that's a really, really good question for people because, like I said, it, it's based off convenience for some people, right? They're only your friend when you come into town, or they're only your friend. <laughs> they're only your friend based off convenience they're only your friend when they need something they're only your friend oh my god they're only your friend when they you know when they see you you know um so i don't know if you guys are like that um where you guys hold your friends to specific uh pinpoints and places in your life or basically like if you you know if you befriend somebody then like you like do you just Understand that the mutual respect is there, or do you have to like say like, "Hey, I need this from you." Like, do you guys communicate to your friends? Be like, "Hey, uh, are you gonna do this?" Or obviously not like that, but you know, you know what I'm saying. Like
2: to my best friends, yeah, but like I'm not with my friends. I I, for me, it's a little bit. I think I might need it benefit me to do a little bit more distinguishing between acquaintances and friends, as it pertains to like me so like the lines are a little blurred. I had a lot of casual friendships. I had a lot of people who feel like they're super close to me, but in reality, they're not, but that's not a, I don't feel like that's a bad thing, but like, you know, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it is. I don't know. Um, It's just kind of like, what are why do you feel that way?
3: <laughs> we had
2: one conversation, you know, friendship is consistent. That's the idea. That's the idea. Friendship is consistent and we don't have that. Um, but yeah, I mean that's that's me. I'm gonna let Justin talk now. Um
0: <laughs> biggest roles. Um I would definitely say they're like a sounding board. Definitely. So uh, someone I can go to to um, think through things, um, talk about specific points, have in-depth in depth conversations with, um, or depth conversations with. Um, there someone that will again have some level of access um to me and things that may go on or happen in my life. So I may go to them for advice. I may go to them for understanding of, you know, making the right decisions and a lot of things, you know, from what I'ma eat to should I take a job, should I apply for this job to should I move to this you know location to this area, things like that um they're gonna have a lot of say um in things because I would expect them to give me their honest opinion um not something that not something that I would want to hear um so they they become almost an extension. Like the family member, like not nah, I'm not even gonna say family, member. the cousin, like your favorite cousin that you see when you travel, but now you see them a lot more often because they're in the same area or you talk to them a lot often, more often because they're in either in the same area or you have more access to them. um that's essentially like the role they play, um someone that's just as close as family.
2: Yeah, in the absence of my actual answer, I think that's a lot better one.
1: <laughs> I'm going I'm, I'm to throw a curveball at y'all, boys.
0: Oh, man.
1: So, what do you guys label Gang Squad? I mean, I don't, I don't, okay. <sighs> <laughs>
0: Now, I'm going to give you time to think on that since you, you had that reaction I'm going to give you time to think on that but I'm going to give you my honest answer since you asked me. Um, since you asked this question um and first of all shout out to gang squad they know who they are um yeah. but gang squad personally to me because one i came late into gang squad y'all were already established you know didn't we uh-huh so we... didn't we all uh-huh. don't do that okay <laughs> <laughs> but y'all were already established when uh you know i i joined the ranks essentially, um, but you guys um, were a group of good friends that I can laugh with, I could have honest conversations with, um, and honestly helped pull me out of a hole that I was in um, you know within my life so that is what gang squad is to me and like that's why i always i always like say it like to myself um and i've even um written it down in a few few places but i'm always indebted to you guys because uh because i was in a dark place when i kind of you know started to get around you guys a lot more in contact um that y'all really pulled me out of a hole. So, you know, when I make my first meal, we, we up on a boat somewhere.
1: Um, I'm glad that you say that because, you know, we were in a hole too um, at two o'clock on the patch and you we were nowhere to be found.
0: <laughs> Yo, so
3: for everyone that doesn't
0: understand if you know you know if you don't know i'm sorry you just don't know we're not going to get into that today because this episode is about friendships this is not about that so if you know you know if you don't it's okay it's okay it really genuinely is okay it's not i'm okay now <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: all right. So, <laughs> uh, wait. oh wait. No, no, no. Wait, wait. <laughs> oh no, no. Area. Yes, yes. Right. <laughs> okay. Now <laughs> I have
3: my
2: answer. That is my answer now. So I I was like, okay. Do I just say like, I is like all my best friends? But I was like, we don't best friends. I feel like my best friends I talk to really consistently, like and intentionally. Um, not to say that I don't talk to Gang Squad intentionally, but I feel like Gang Squad is literally like family. Like we argue like family, we disagree like family, we, we fuss, like um, we make up, you know, we give criticism, we're constructive, we hold each other accountable to the dreams that we share with each other, which takes a certain level of vulnerability. Um, so I'd say it's definitely like a family well, I mean, Game Squad is definitely a family of mine. Um, yeah. So
0: big on the family dynamic, for real. For yeah,
2: like fun. we. Sarah is my older sister. Uh, like, I'm. I'll die on that hill. Like, and but me and Sarah don't talk every day. But like, that's a bond that will never be destroyed by distance, time, frequency of speaking. Like, when Sarah came back. When for homecoming, excuse me for homecoming, I was like, we just picked it right back off, you know where we left it. It was like I seen her yesterday, but it's been a little while, you know. Not to say I don't miss her, and she probably doesn't miss me, but you know, regardless, uh, you know, it's still there. That connection, you know, it won't, it it won't, it won't cease to exist. Maybe that's because we're both low maintenance type of people, but I don't really know. I wanna,
1: I wanna go ahead and make this known right now like i said when i was speaking earlier the term friend comes with a certain endearment um and so that being said if somebody calls you their friend and it's mutual then it's that's a great thing um this brings me back to uh freshman year when i was leaving and you know before i had left uh You know, shout out to Gibbs and all the people in Gibbs. But, you know, I I think that I was reported to leave at like 7.30 in the morning, like 6 or 7.30 in the morning. And for people who don't know, I was leaving uh, FAMU my freshman year. No, this is the this is spring. I was leaving FAMU to go into the military. And so they literally all got up with me at 6.30 in the morning. It's freezing outside. And they came and they watched as I left and I embarked on my own different journey. Right. And I hold that, you know, even if like I don't speak to them or see them every day, I still hold that dearly to me because they didn't have to do that. You know, I didn't ask them, Hey, are you guys going to come see me off? They just, you know, let me know when you leave and we'll be out there. And it was like six 30 in the morning, we all got crust in our eyes, you know, and they out there watching me as they, as the white truck pulls off and, you know, I leave all of my friends behind at FAMU. It was, you know, it, it was an experience. And I, like I said, I will definitely never forget that. But even still, they're my friends to this day. But <clears throat> like I said, people don't need to take certain things um, to heart. Like I said, I view Squad as family. But if I weren't to say that, then I'd say we're really close friends. And then, if I were, but you know, if I, <clears throat> and if I'm going to compare that to certain people, I'm closer with certain people than I am to others. Right. So, with Anthony being a part of Gang Squad, Anthony came late just like Justin came late. Although Anthony is my best friend, and I'm going to ride or die on that. Like, he's literally my best friend. I've known him f- like for years. Right. And this is after everybody came into the mix. So, you know, it's just, it's things like, like, I'm like, if I don't say family, I'm going to say we're close friends. Mm -hmm. Right. And then based on everybody's personal connection with each other, then that's when it starts to develop into best friends. Cause then, like you said, the intention becomes a lot, a lot more clear, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's yeah, I, I think this is a pretty good topic for people, especially if you don't yeah. know how to how, how to identify who your friends are. Um I just want to add one point right before yo.
0: I, I was I just want to add one point. Um I think one thing <laughs> I think one thing that I've loved just personally about uh being a part of Green Squad. And likewise to you, Nick, I also, you know, my best friend, John. Is in Gang Squad as well. And I've known John now coming up on 10 years, um, you know, at the start of 2020. Well, it will be the start of year 11 in 2022. But um, I think the best part for me was we all equally invested time into each other, and that investment returned tenfold. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that is what makes that group so unique. It's because there are a lot of friend groups where specific friends are close, but to say the entire group is close, that's something special. Like Mm -hmm. that's something different. Like you you don't get that in a lot of friend groups. You get people that, oh, I brought this person in, I brought this person in, and we kind of, you know, stayed in our separate silos, but we all say we're friends when they're really, and I hate to say this, but acquaintances. They just happen to know right. each other by contact. Right. But all of <laughs> us, we can say that we're really close friends because all of us have invested time into each other in different ways that that entire group has become synergized.
1: Yeah, you know, I look back on, I can say that. I can literally call each and every one of them and be like, uh, need some reeds or something. And be like, all right, I don't have any, but let's go get some, Um, you know, or the- (laughs) Before we had anything, we had each other, man. It it was crazy, man. Back in the days, man. Yeah, uh, you can go ahead and say each other without a certain someone. Like I said before, uh, we were there dying at two (laughs) o'clock. Hey. (laughs) 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 I <laughs> love be <you, fly> <laughs> <laughs> Um but yeah, it is as you it is as you say. Um uh that's that's huge cuz like I I've seen that as well where certain people are friends even though they all hang out and it it, it kind of builds up some awkwardness, you know? It's like I'm not really going to talk to you unless uh, a certain, certain other person is there. Like yeah. Matt said, like Matt said in the other video, <laughs> Just like uh, you know after being around you, you have no person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so shout out to uh, Gang Squad, but yeah, you man. know, <laughs> like I said, it, it just it just helps you. This, this, I think this is going to specifically help you. Uh, figure out who your friends are who your close friends are who your best friends are basically who you have in your life like i said there's nothing wrong with um figuring out who is who um because everybody has a role to play if that mm. makes any sense nobody yeah. should take nobody should take offense um to certain things um and in your life moving forward you know like i said you should be able to figure out who your people are in your corner and everybody has a specific role to play. If you know somebody is your friend, why would you expect them to, you know, do certain things like right on a whim, right? you know, in response to your yeah. best friend, right? Everybody has their roles to play. Um, so, so Nick, let me, <laughs> let me ask you, because you mentioned um, close friends
2: earlier. Like, is there a difference between a close friend and a best friend? So like, for me, like I say Gang Squad, are absolutely my my close friends and some of my closest friends, um, but my I talk to, well, maybe not all of my best friends, but one of my best friends I talk to more frequently than I guess I'd say like probably most of the people in Gang Squad, not for a specific reason, but just because that's just kind of how it actually happens. Yeah. So for me, like close friends, know, are like really kind of best friend level but we just don't talk as much and it's definitely not at friend level so like what does that look like for you is there (laughs) there a difference between a close friend and a best friend
1: um yes there's there's a lot well okay there's a line that will overlap into each other but it's kind of like uh squares or rectangles right um because your your best friend can be your close friend, um, your close friend can be your best friend, but it has to be, hmm, like it it, it there. It's hmm. hard. Yeah, it's hard. It's gonna be kind of different. So like, so like, some people that I have some history with, because I have some history with them, they're gonna be my close friends, um. And some of them may be even best friends, but it gets to that point where some time gets in there a little bit and then things aren't the way they picked off, if that makes any sense. And at that point, you're a close friend because you're a close friend due to our relationship when we were talking heavily or not so heavy. You're a close friend because of the amount of information you know, right? Because I think that, with the amount of information that we know about each other, there's a mutual line and there's a mutual respect that we have for each other to say that we're still going to be there for each other. And then, um, I mean, there are some close friends you're never going to see. There are some best friends you're never going to see. Right. Like I, one of my best friends is in New York. He's been up in New York for like four years, three, four years. And when he comes back to Georgia it was like, you know, nothing ever happened. Kind of like, what you were explaining for Sarah Mm -hmm. for for others I know some people that are in high school I know some people since I was in middle school and high school and we've known each other for so long and I can sit here and still say that we're close friends even though we don't talk as much but I feel like because that time has gotten in the way that I cannot call you my best friend just like if I'm being completely honest with you um and that's just me being real Mm -hmm. like i said there are no feelings that should take part if 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 i'm gonna call you my best friend then you're gonna have to in some way form or fashion pick up the slack that was left off right there's going to have to be some communication that picks up where i can like you know we can talk about some things again or we you know we can go out of our way to see each other you know how there's just a mutual respect between each other like we're friends but we're not going to call each other we're friends but we're not going to text each other like even not even talking about low maintenance and high maintenance because you can talk to somebody every day but you know like they're still not your best friend (laughs) and if that makes any sense you know like there's like there's just some
2: you You lost me there bro
1: i I lost you there's some there's some intuition going on there you know what i'm saying like i said if I'm going to give an example, I have some people from high school and middle school that I've known for a very long time. I'll pick it right back up when they leave. No, I get that,
2: but for me it's like I'm not talking to you every day and right. we're
1: just casual friends, I'm just not doing it. Right. And, and ooh, casual friends. I like that. I don't know. Like I said, there's a fine line. I feel like I feel like if you're my best friend as no, because uh, see, this is this is getting kind of difficult. Because, like I said, I, I I talked to some people for a very very long time. We shared some some very very unique experiences, and then because of life and things that are going on, and then somebody has to move somewhere or go somewhere. Like, in for instance, my best friend in New York, um, you know, who's at West Point, you know. But when he comes back down to Georgia, he's, you know, it's like nothing happened. Or even for Ant, I don't even see him as we're both still in Georgia, but I don't even see him that uh that much because we work so much, but he's still a best friend of mine I don't know i but you know at the same time, I feel like that's also something that's uh mutually uh, understood understood yeah. yeah yeah you know what I'm saying like you you know, but you know that goes to the roles that you play in people's lives right you know. So, <laughs> uh, it, there's a there's a fine line. There are some um, exceptions, boundaries. you know. You you yeah. know, you but but y'all know that between each other, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like some people that fan you because I wasn't there so long. We can we can you friends. I'm not gonna call you my close friend. I'm not gonna call you my best friend just because I wasn't there, right? I wasn't there, and now it's kind of like awkward, and you know. Now we can hang out, but y'all don't know what I went
2: through in that time where we weren't
1: exa- exactly right. Share some. There are some things that need to be shared, and some things that need to be done in order for us to move back up into best friend territory, if I will say myself. Um. Well, okay, so
2: I guess the next thing that we're going to talk about was like really the expectations between well some that you may have of a best friend that you don't have of a casual friend but now that we've talked about what both of those things are I think that question is actually really pointless but um because you don't have expectations of casual friends I, I just realized that question kind of yeah but it actually transitions perfectly into the next thing which is so we we went over all the gooey stuff about oh my god friendship we love it so let's talk about some of the harder things how effective are you guys at drawing boundaries in your platonic relationships like are you guilty of holding your or not holding but are you guilty of letting your friends operate in gray areas with you
1: give examples of some gray areas
2: please you have red flags as it pertains to people who are trying to become your friend that you are very unforgiving as it pertains to, but someone who has a lot of skin in the game probably is <laughs> going to get a little bit of leeway as it pertains to
1: those things. I'm
2: guilty
3: mm. of
1: it. I'm pretty sure everybody is. I know I am. Yeah. Um, it's kind of one of those things, and I, I just, I hate to say it, uh, because some time has accrued, if it doesn't bother me on like more than a scale of three, then I don't really care. Just because I know who you are, I know the type of person you are, I know the history that we have, I know what you mean by it, I know certain things don't m- come off that way, um, and I know some things that can be communicated right off the bat if said if needed to be communicated. Said person who's trying to come in the game, it's it's more so not tolerable because I don't know who the hell you are, um. So I think that's pretty half cup full of you. Yeah, most definitely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like I said, it's not fair, and I'm definitely one to say that. Uh, very, you know, being a hypocrite. Um, I just—I really want to think of something right off the bat, but you know, I don't. I, I wouldn't know. I, but I know. I do know. I do it. I will say that. I I'd do it. Kind of difficult though. Like I said, it's like you can talk about it, but it just depends. But so like I said, it's also based on that communication thing. So it's like if it, if some someone said who's been here for a while and they start doing it, if it doesn't like trigger me past three out of 10, then it is what it is.
0: Right.
1: Trigger me past three. Oh, we're gonna talk about it. <laughs> we're gonna yeah. talk about it.
2: I have another question, but I want to hear your answer, Justin.
0: Um, I agree. Uh I'm very I guess laid back when it comes to um certain things. Um I'm good at setting boundaries when it comes to a perspective of Actually, yeah. Let's do that. So, I would draw boundaries and compartmentalizing my friends. So like this friend I can go to for this specific thing. And this friend I can go to about these specific things. And this, you know, I was really good about doing that. And they wouldn't know it, but I would. And yeah. that 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 isn't really the healthiest thing to do. But um I was good about placing boundaries. But because of that, my friends would operate in that gray area inherently or indirectly essentially um so because i did that a lot it 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 led to some things some some boundaries getting crossed at times um but that was a fault of mine because i never told them that i had placed that boundary around them or i had done that it was more so like uh a thought that just kind of came across my mind and was like, this is how I'm gonna operate in doing that. And I have to say as of late, I've been better about telling friends and, and being honest about where our friendships are instead of letting that gray area get too wide. Um, because if you don't, you inevitably can run yourself into a situation. Um, like Nick says, where it goes over that three, and you have to say some things because you're but yeah, it's, 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 it's built up and you have to say some things, but you might not communicate it in the best way because of that. Um, but do so. we,
2: so do we operate that way? Cause I would like to think that majority of people don't have this outlook that we have of like, yeah, as long as it doesn't get to this point, I'll, I'll just deal with it and you can just do whatever, because
1: I have an example.
2: That's not very honest, you know, like. Right, yeah, so I So do we have that outlook where we let people operate in that gray area because we're the type of people that we are or is that normal?
1: Mm, before I answer that question, I have an example that I think would be really great. So said new person is trying to come in. I make boundary, right? I work overnight sometimes for people that don't know. And I know a lot of people who don't work overnight. And so I always say people who don't work overnight do not care about people that work overnight because our day tends to not match up. You're going to work. I'm trying to sleep. So a new person says, hey, I'm going to call you in the morning. I say, do not call me in the morning because I'm trying to sleep. Friends that know I work overnight go into the morning. If they call me, I'm going to answer because at that point, there's an understanding that I work overnight, right? And if you're calling me, it has to be extremely important. So I'll answer. So I'll answer. But if you're calling me to say, hey, what's going on, man? I'm going to hang up on you. And then if it continues, I'm gonna be like, please stop calling. <laughs> please stop. But somebody new, do not call me at all. I'm not, I'm not gonna answer. I think I think I think that would probably be a good example for me to really uh understand what's going on and so to answer your question i think that a lot of people do that i don't i don't think that's just us now yeah. when it comes to the communicating i think that the three level will probably increase to a seven because people don't say anything until they get really 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 upset, upset. Yeah. so you feel like
2: people are more tolerant than we are yes
1: yes because it has, depends on
0: how outspoken you are to yes. be honest
1: Yes, if you if you're not outspoken, if you're that person that doesn't you know call people out about certain things or doesn't say certain thing, you're not really gonna speak about it. Uh, you just be like, "Oh, okay, well, you know, it is what it is." Until you're just like about to burst in flames. Okay. does that make sense?
2: It makes sense. I just kind of thought that people were less tolerant than we were. Mm, probably not, because I feel like we're the type of people to let people like run amok and just inconvenience ourselves before we like,
0: (laughs) but like for real, like we be doing that bro, like to keep your butt. So I think also one thing that we're good about though, and that's why I think we let it get to like that lower level of like a three. And then we say something is we sometimes allow people to kind of derail their own train. And then we'll be like, they'll be like, oh, what happened to our, cause we'll just go, okay, you did that, I'm gonna just. you know exit stage left and then they'll be like oh you don't you know we don't talk anymore we don't do this why and we go let me pull up your file right if i have if i have to tell you that's a problem or you're not self-aware enough to
2: realize what you put what you could have done and if you're not self-aware to realize that you haven't realized that i've been Mo- removing moving all of around. this access yeah. exactly <laughs> the <moving> okay <laughs> you guys are right <laughs> yeah so i
0: think that's why we're not as like
1: i think we're better
0: at compartmentalizing yes
1: but at the same time we're also going to be those type of people I, I think i say this a lot for pretty much everybody uh and we said this from the start so the people you're going to hang around with are going to more than likely be like you so in our in our uh
2: for us that means it's just different parts of us though if we're compartmentalizing so much like we identify with different pockets at different times
1: yeah um for us at least i'll say that uh it should be oh well you shouldn't be doing that in the first place so you really shouldn't you should you you shouldn't be doing that in the first place so it's like so it's like justin said i'll let you slide with this one you know you keep you know you keep doing it and it's like all right now you're building your file yeah i need to say something about it or i need to yep. move on the opposite i direction. need to move somewhere else yep so then how do you guys hold your friends accountable
2: or do you just not
0: mm. what's understood doesn't need to be explained That's uh. the I, I, I. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm one of those people, too. Trust me.
2: I'm one of those people. But I just had this conversation with John literally, like, a few days ago. And he's like, you can't expect people to just know everything. you got to communicate it. He's like, what if you change in the span of time that we weren't interacting as much and I can't just pick up on things that I used to? Fair. Fair. You know, that's Fair fair. fair. But it's like, if we just say, oh, you're, you know, you're this, like, Okay, I had a so Myra. Myra um, told me happy was it Charter Day or was it Founder's Day? I think it was. She told me Happy Charter Day, but it was at like seven o'clock at night, and I was like, "Bro, the day's over, bro. You supposed to be my one of my closest friends, bro. What do you mean you even remember Charter Day? You know?" Thanks. And like a friend, like Lid, who I don't expect to value that as much, told me earlier. So I was like, Myra. You're supposed to be, you know, we're supposed to be, you know, and Lyd is a, a, a close friend of mine too, but me and Myra are really close, so I was like, hey, Lyd is really throwing you out the window right now, like, hey, he understood the assignment, and Yikes. she's like, well, I didn't know that you had that expectation, that's fair, that's that fair, fair. That you know, fair. So, so I could have been like, bro, you're yeah. supposed to know, you're supposed to be blah, 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 you know.
1: Well, while we're on the, while we're on the expectations, should we get into the tea about the Third Eye podcast?
3: Uh, i already know you're about to go with this we're, so, not know, we're not
0: gonna do no see since Mass lost we're just not gonna do it so to answer the question expectations to answer the question right um one thing that i do with one of my really good friends um is we'll have like check-in moments after like we have a realization that we may have done something wrong to that person it's like okay you know what else may you know fluster you give you a problem um you you know don't necessarily like and if there are some things we can compromise on we talk them through if there are some non-negotiables we also talk about those um and because of that, it's helped that friendship thrive. Even in moments where we don't communicate all the time, we can still come back and still have that understanding of each other. Um, and I, I have to say, because of that, and just being able to check in every once in a while, um, because you know you're never gonna get, you're never gonna be perfect. Like you're never gonna go eighty-two and zero. That's an NBA reference, but you're never gonna go eighty-two and zero. In a season of friendships um you're gonna have some losses here and there um so once you discover that you have to be able like john said to communicate you know those things and really tell me what's you know what's your non-negotiables what what are some things that if i were to do them i know like it's a done deal. Like we're gonna have some time apart. You, you're gonna be frustrated with me for a while. Some things because you've already given me the prior warning. So if I cross that line, it's done. What are some things we can compromise on? What are some things that, uh, you know, I give you a little leeway here. You could, you know, pull your notch down a little bit, or you want me to up mine, and kind of hold each other to the same level of accountability. You know, it's just kind of finding that ebb and flow. Um, in that area as well as many different areas you'll have within friendships
1: I just thought about something that we may or may not do I just th- I thought about it so I don't know if you guys do it so on the topic of holding our friends accountable do you guys just wait to do it until they start venting? so they start what venting or a problem occurs and they start talking to you about it no no,
2: no? I actually experience it take some time to myself to digest what happened. And I go and I talk to them about it and I say, Hey, what you did in this situation really hurt me. And it's below the expectation that I have of you of a friend that I hold to this regard. So either one of two things has to happen. I have to either lower my expectation or we need to properly take the steps to, you know, fixing this, and making sure that, you know, this doesn't happen again. I have a close, had a, I guess she's my close friend now. Um, but she's she used to be one of my best friends. And um, we just kept, like, having the same issue over and over again. And then, like, I think we had this really big conversation once, and I was like, listen, like, this is really going to have to change. This is a part of our friendship that really hurts me. And I you to understand that it's difficult for me to even, Come out of my mouth and say, This hurt what you're doing here hurts me because that's not easy for me to say, even though it may sound easy. I'm working on being a little bit more vulnerable in that way. But out of confidence, I'm coming to you and I'm telling you this. So, kind of by you not changing, it's kind of like a big middle finger to me. That's how that feels. And what do I need to do? If, it, if it's something that I need to do differently so that we can get past this together, then let me know. But I've addressed it a few times and it hasn't changed. And as it stands right now, like, we're no longer best friends, you know, like, she's a close friend still, she knows more than me about the average person, but we're no longer on that best friend status. And what that looks like, something that she told me recently, she was like, oh, so I came to keep up with you nowadays, am I going to have to find out about it from, or whatever, whatever I need to find out about you, am I going to have to find out from like Instagram or something like that? Or am I going to have to find out because, you know, we're close friends? And I'm like, well, thanks. You didn't really value that when I gave it to you, so I wasn't going to keep giving it to you because you didn't deserve it. You didn't. You weren't doing what you needed to do to keep it. Yeah. And that's fair because this is me. This is everything about this, including my brain and my heart. Whoever I trust that information to is my choice. And you're not going to guilt trip me or make me feel bad. So, yeah. I like
1: that. I like that a lot. I mean, but like I said, that just goes with the mutual respect of knowing what role you play um as interested as you are in people's lives you're going to show that when you can um like i said not if you can but when you can because i mean us being miles away from each other can be kind of difficult since we don't see each other every day but you know check in you know and you, and you know, if you don't with certain certain things going on, then you know what like I said, you know what type of role you play, and that's I'll to say, go that's to go without disrespect. I'll say you know you, you when you said miles away,
2: that really hit for me because I'm starting to really be able to better identify. The friends I should probably take a little bit more seriously now that I'm in a situation where I'm not interacting with any of those people. (laughs) Like daily, like physically, like, um, my cousin who was in the military is, he's like, he's like my second or third cousin, but I still call him my cousin because we look really similarly. And you know, like we're distant blood, but he's a really close friend of mine and he, we play video games a lot together, but I haven't been playing as much because I've been really caught up with my studies. And he'll he'll take a moment out to send me a text and that's not like him. He's not that type of person. So I value that a lot. And I understand that that's effort. I really appreciate that. But some people who I would maybe have more of an expectation to, since I'm not in front of them, their relationship isn't thriving. And you can say, oh, I'm not the type of person to FaceTime or text or whatever the case may be. But if you want the relationship or the friendship to continue through distance, you know you're gonna have to make that sacrifice and moving out of florida really showed me the friends that were interested in being friends with me absent of convenience
0: i like that i like it a lot um <laughs> so no i really do like seriously i really do because That's it's mean, me, the next question <laughs> the next question i think we can all answer and literally 0.5 seconds but can you have a friendship where accountability is absent no i can't ever a casual friendship maybe yeah but not a a like nothing friendship. too substantial yeah yeah of substance at all
1: yeah I, I was really trying to think about it because i i, I want to like I said, I want to be understanding of other people because some people will just let you do whatever you want. No, you're just trying to play devil's advocate. I'm not. I'm not that way. Okay. Like I said, if you are my friend and you are running amok, I'm going to ask you why you're running amok. And then, you know, you get to tell me at that point, And then, you know, we get to go from there. I don't want to, see, as my friend, I don't want to see you go off on a downward spiral. I don't. Mm-hmm so whether it's for myself mm-hmm. or for the friend no you, you're not gonna be able to have a successful friendship without yeah. accountability unless and and if you and if you are then you're not friends you're yeah. princes.
2: oh man I, I i gotta say i might operate in the gray area on this one a little bit i only give the accountability when i'm asked for it I with that. I'm not i not forthcoming with, with all of them yeah. because I feel okay. like, okay, I, I feel like you can do a lot of harm by giving someone, holding someone accountable when they're not asking and for it. And they're
0: not asking for it. Yeah. yeah. I used yeah. to do that a lot in my yeah. past. Like I used to do that a lot and they'll be like, right. I didn't know I was expected of this. And I'm, it's like, you know what? You're a thousand percent right. Because I never told you these things. And I felt like our friendship was here, and it is not. And I have now indirectly hurt myself because of expectations that I've put on you that you, you didn't have to have. Because I don't. never said them. So, yeah, I've gotten to a place where it's like, if you hold me accountable, cool. If not, then this is our friendship. But don't try and come up at me saying, oh, I thought you, mm-mm.
1: We're I have a I I ain't doing that. <laughs> and, and this is with no sarcasm being uh you know in the table this is this is a really really good conversation. It really makes me think not, it does. like usually it's the other way around yeah we're, we're the ones making people think it's making me think like a thousand percent right now. I just I'm on I'll
2: I say know. I have a close friend who cannot handle me holding him accountable, so I don't even give my opinions anymore, but he feels that he can just give his opinions whenever he wants to and hold me accountable to whatever standard he has in his head. And I don't say anything. This is a friend that I let operate in the gray area. I I suck, I know. But like he's too sensitive to handle what I have to say. But like he's fire, you know, he fires off at the mouth. But I, I'll be honest, I don't have I don't have it. the ratio for me of like woman to man friends i have many more women friends than men because i feel like women are just so much more reasonable
1: is it because you're light-skinned
2: sure okay okay (laughs) no but like (laughs) i feel like women are more emotionally i don't want to go down this rabbit hole they're just at least in my experience they're more emotionally intelligent it's easier to be vulnerable with them and i can be more honest Men get so offended so easily, man. Be like, bro, I'm not trying to argue with you. I'm just trying. I'm I'm keeping it, but
1: not man. you. Not you, literally reloading ammo for the women to use. Ah. Oh. Hey, listen,
2: I'm not biased. I can call myself out on my own foolishness,
1: just I like I can it. call out my brothers on their foolishness. I don't think. So, come any, on. I don't think any of us are biased. Facts. Um, that's what makes this so Yeah. Uh, well, so
2: any of us, but maybe not, you know.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Anyways. Stop it. <laughs> stop Man, it. Stop, stop me. it. Have you guys ever been in a position where you've had to cut off a friend? Do, and what lessons did you learn from that experience?
1: Do past mm. relationships count? No. They don't count.
3: No.
2: Oh, let me re-up on this, right? have you ever had to cut off a friend if it was because of a significant other then say that and also
0: what did you learn from that experience
3: Oof.
0: <laughs> so you know i love saying it i think i've said it almost every episode but how much time we got
3: because
0: i got some stories boy i got some stories i've had a i've had to Funny thing is, I've never had to cut off, but I've had to distance a friend. Um,
1: Not the same thing.
0: No, 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 no. You cut off like you, all communication ceases. Like that's it.
1: I mean, that's pretty much when you
0: distance, it's like temporary, but things kind of get back to where they go afterwards. So Oof. here we go. One of my experiences was I had to distance myself from a friend of mine because my significant other felt some type of way about said person. Get the popcorn. Hey. Um, and I had to distinct and delineate to my friend that you are my friend. And as much as I care about you, like they were a, co- a really close friend of mine too. They are still, let me put that out there. They're still a really close friend of mine. But as much as I care about you this is my significant other. So when it comes to a totem pole, quote unquote, they just sitting a little bit higher than you. Not a little bit, they sitting higher than you. <laughs> um, Both of these people are are women. Yes, okay. they were. Um, conclusion to that, significant other that I was with, I broke up with. Um, mm-hmm. We end up saying really good friends. Um, up until this year, um, we had some bumps in the road and, but we were able to to talk them out, but it came to a natural conclusion. And that was the one thing I was happy about was that it came to a natural conclusion because um, I think there would have been a lot of questions left in the air that wouldn't have been said. And we were, I was personally, I'm not gonna speak for the other person, but I was personally happy to get those words out. Now, flip side of a token. <laughs> I had stood up for a friend to a significant other, and they were also both women.
1: (sighs) This is why you're the sauce god.
0: Nope, and what I'm about to say is going to paint a really
1: bad picture of me,
0: and it's life, folks. I really don't care at this point, but I really didn't like my significant other at that point so i was standing up for my friend because i knew our relationship was going to go a little bit further than that relationship did. and guess what happened just that i broke up with said person um because of situations i do not really speak to that person much anymore we're cordial but we don't really uh keep a, a friendship or a relationship really but if we see each other in passing we we speak. Um said friend that I stood up for. We rocking. We rocking. We We (laughs) rocking. Um so yeah, those are my stories. All right, Nick. Now you snitch on yourself.
1: Oh, that ain't really snitching because I've I've known for a while. Actually, no, you know it's crazy because I was literally having this conversation with uh not too long ago, and I think I called you about it, Matt. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Good lord. So, uh, said person that I was with at the time did not like said other. No, did not like the idea that I was communicating with other person. And like Justin said, both females. So, oh, my bad. Both young yeah, women. women. <laughs> I just, I'm canceled already. Um, (laughs) Both young women. um, And so this is how it went. Um, Friend was really cool, known for years. uh, Bumping the road somewhere down the line. And uh, once I got to my significant other, they were like, all right, well, out of respect for me, this got to go. And I was like, well... uh, all right, let's see how that goes, and, you know, I, I kind of tried it, and he's like, all right, you're really trying me, I was like, I, 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 so I explained to said person, said friend, my bad, what was going on, and said friend said, this is really unfair to me, and, um, you know, I understand what's going on, because if I were in her situation, I'd be the same, but it's really, really unfair to me, and you've known me longer, and I just said, uh, person I'm in relationship with, like you said, Justin sits a little bit higher. Um, I just, yeah, and no longer with, with said that person in relationship. So now I lost the relationship, and I lost a friend.
0: <laughs> never lost. See, see, the key is you never lose. You have to win every time in some way or some. Fashion.
1: Um, and so <clears throat> for that, I would just say if on both sides if said person in a relationship is really 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 understanding and can really see the and can really trust you you know then you should not then they shouldn't have a problem it, it's like it's, it is what it is and and in, in some of the in you know in that sense um on the other side you know if uh other person was okay and we were actually you know great enough we probably could have just like Justin said been distanced for a while and then maybe picked it back up but um yeah in the end lost on both spectrums and now I just say to myself if said friend comes and relationship comes the person I'm in relationship needs to trust me enough to say that needs to trust me enough for them to know not to make that decision for me or for us yeah I'm yeah big on that. yeah that that that's what that was i i i wasn't well first of all, I was not in my right headspace at the time i was no nah, I'm not going to go into that, but yeah it, it got the better of me, and then I ended up losing on both spectrums, and now, going forward, what I have learned is that person person in relationship needs to trust me person on the friend spectrum needs to understand that if something gets to that point where something like that needs to happen, it will not be just a cold shoulder it just may just may be some distance and you know if you're my friend you you should you don't have to understand it but I would like you to understand that um on a respect <clears throat> spectrum so yeah yeah that's how that went so I've I've ever only been in this situation
2: once and I handled it totally different than how I would handle it now present day I want to put that disclaimer out there uh, we all um, do we all <laughs> relax we've learned from <laughs> our past um, this is in my senior year of high school so this is what some odd four years ago almost five years Oof. um and the boy old. Yeah, no.
3: sheesh,
2: the girl um that i dated pretty much all throughout high school on and off um we had like gone a little while without talking and a really close friend of mine had like who was her best friend at the time was pushing her to come talk to me so that we could like rekindle that fast forward we get back together like two three months into that my now girlfriend at the time's best friend starts acting weird towards me so she's like she stops talking to me and i'm like all right cool um and then come to find out my then girlfriend had a falling out with her best friend because she found out that her best friend had a crush on me and then she was like well now you can't talk to her either i was like okay and i did that because i thought that well i think i took the relationship maybe a little bit too seriously i don't know if that's possible but i was definitely like i thought that i was in love with her maybe i was i don't know um um, so I was You're like a soulmate. No. <laughs> I know that now. That is not my soulmate. If I have a soulmate, she is not my soulmate. It was um,
1: <laughs> but uh,
2: you know, like in that situation, I was like, all right, bet, you know, because I it wasn't like I had any type of romantic interest with this, you know, girl. We were just really good friends, and I I'm pretty good about establishing that. And because I have a lot of women friends, I always tell anyone that I'm involved with that, well, one, I'm going to always be honest, but if I tell you I don't have an attraction to this person, please believe me when I say that because I don't benefit from lying because if I wanted to be with that person, I would be with that person and not you, obviously. It's obvious to me, but maybe not to them for some reason. But, like, I feel like because this is a whole different problem, a lot of guys aren't very upfront and earnest about things like that. It gives us a bad rep so that when someone is, it makes it very hard to receive. So I'd be like, I mean, obviously, I knew her before you. I could be dating her right now, but I'm dating you. So, like, for me, it's, like, one plus one. But for them, it's like, is he, like, mind-gaming me? Is he dating both of us? What? I am confusion. You know, so, like... No, but
3: yeah,
1: that that be it. That be it, man. <laughs> um, good lord. I, I I said earlier what I said to Matt, um, as a reference to our other episode, soulmates. If you have not checked that out, go check that out. Um, streets love it, and uh, yeah. Um, and so we want to move on. Well, first of all, let me go back to our our scenarios. Um, okay. Uh, we. You know, we're going to go back to the scenarios that we just gave. Now, obviously, we were younger and naive, and now we know better. Okay? So, if you want to call us dumb, hey, it's already happened.
2: Yeah. Can't hurt my feelings now. <laughs> no more. No, no
1: more. Um, yeah, Real hot boy. But, you know, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, you're canceled, bro. <laughs> um. <laughs> it's a
2: city boy winter,
1: I guess. Mm, I don't really know about that one. Um, But, you know, we know everybody's human, right? And that accounts for our friends as well. So our friends make mistakes. So are you guys able to forgive your friends that make mistakes? And if you are, does it depend on the mistake? Like, when does it get to the point where it's just like, ah, nah, you got to go?
0: If I had to answer this question, the only way I've been able to forgive my friends that make a mistake is if I see a level of growth. Um, That's the, I think that's literally the literal only thing. I believe in my past, well, I'm not gonna say I believe, I have in my past forgiven my friends um, for things I've done because judge others how you would want to be judged if i was to make those same mistakes would i want to be judged essentially how i judge others so um yeah we get to a point where it's like i can't be holier than thou like we're gonna make mistakes but as long as there is like a level of growth that's where true forgiveness comes in for me because it, it then shows that we're both growing like them understanding the mistake they made and making a concerted eff- effort to not only grow from it but to understand and expand their moral compass as well and then for me how much am i allowing and what you know what am i i i allowing in my network of friends to happen um, and just being able to, with a careful eye, um, find who's you know who's there for me and who's not. But I've yes, in the past I've forgiven my friends. Um, and yeah, it does it does depend on the mistake. Some are minor, you know. There's like everything we say. There's always a spectrum to everything. Some mistakes are going to be a lot more have a lot more consequences than others. Um, but I think that also is a subjective question that depends on what your, you know, your spectrum. What's your what that spectrum is that you allow, essentially.
2: I think I never really get to a point where I uh, cut someone off. That happens very rarely, but I demote people pretty uh, easily. Um, especially, like, with the whole distinction between best friend and close friend, because once they have the information about you, you never goes (laughs) away. So, like, um, I definitely have friends who I've lost faith in. um, But unironically, which sucks for me, and this is my problem, I also let them operate in the gray area sometimes, so technically, if this were a video game, they have unlimited lives, but, like, um, I think I could definitely do a better job of maybe having a little more self-respect in that regard to not let people just kind of skate over me like that. Um,
1: you know, I'm learning,
2: but definitely may not trust them with that level of information again. I, yeah, yeah. Because if, we, if I ever feel bad about it or I have to second guess trusting you to a certain extent, it, I'm not going to do it again. Um, and that's a very thin margin of error for me. Um,
1: yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, yeah, it, I, I'm I'm gonna definitely lean more on the lines of Justin and you know being judged the way you want to because, like I said, we all make mistakes. Um, some things are more subjective than the other than others. Um, and so, yeah, sure, unlimited lives, and <laughs> all it's this, not bro. healthy, all that it's jazz not, for it's real. not it's not, but like I said, but it is one of those things where it becomes like subjective to what it is, like you yeah. like uh, yeah, it, 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 you know, like yeah. you know what I'm saying, like, if it's something that's like huge, bro, yeah you know it's huge, that means you don't have enough. Respect for me as your friend, and and that it is what it is, yeah. and and at that point you can have all the information in the world. I don't care because you got to go or I got to go. But it also depends on the mistake that's made. One, and two, like I said, it should never really get to that. Like I've never had to do that, so it should never get to that point based on the people that you surround yourself with. Um. So, you know, that, I mean, that's just, that's, that's how I see it. I, I should never, I should never be in the position to do that in the first place where I, I have to cut somebody off. I, I know that it can happen, but based on the people that I surround myself with, I shouldn't I shouldn't have to be in that predicament. But like
2: in the situation that you guys were in that predicament where like someone is treating you poorly, like how do you, where do you draw that line?
1: Treating poorly is the, is going to be the communication thing. But it's also along where you're like, if I tell you, hey, this is not okay, with at least with me, um, and then you continue to do it, it's kind of like a giant middle finger. You know, like, I, I understand that people get set in their ways and their habits. I understand that. I also understand that some people will say that people don't change. Uh, I'm also understanding of that. I'm also understanding with the fact that if you are my friend and I am your friend, then we should both have enough respect for each other to at least do it for each other.
3: People
2: change for who they want to.
1: Exactly. Mm. If you want to claw people, and that's your thing, you love clawing people, that's fine with me. However, do not claw me, okay? If you claw me, I'm going to tell you, hey, that hurt. You know, you clawed me, all right? please don't do that again oh i'm sorry and then you know if we're looking on justin's standpoint you know instead of a big claw we get a small claw oh well that's kind of growth you know all right let's just not let it happen again and then they just stop clawing but they're clawing everybody else at that point hey you did what i asked you to do well we need it we definitely. well there's one thing for sure we
2: need a claw counter um I tell people this all the time and they hate when i say it but when it comes to me um yeah, it is a trap card for me um <laughs> when like someone does something that rubs me the wrong way and i'd be like hey this behavior is something that kind of has hurted me for a little while and it's not my first time talking about it and then i have to come to a point if i respect myself there and say well if i've addressed it before it's probably like second or third if i'm being i'm being like if I'm speaking in such a tone, so if, if I'm that far down the line and you haven't changed at this point, either you're incapable of doing it or I'm not worthy of the effort that is required to make that change. So then I get to the point where I say, well, I'm going to stop expecting that of you because you're going to do whatever you want to do anyways. And then I just walk away. Right. And then like people get, people be like, bro, like, what do you mean by that? I mean, like, you're going to do whatever you want to do. <laughs> does not include giving a damn about how I feel.
3: So <laughs>
2: let's stop it here. Imagination, reading rainbow,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. We're, I just we're just gonna stop that.
2: I do that Rain. with friends and um, you know relationships.
1: It'd be deal breakers. Do you think it's fair, though, if you don't say that? Honest no. Question. You don't think that's fair? If I don't say... So, 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 so say you say something right, and then it goes on three, four, five times, and you literally just step away without saying something. Do you think that's fair?
0: Yes. Yeah. You, okay. you I mean, you kind of you, you okay. fell on your own sword, you know? Okay. Yeah. Because we told you what it was. You decided not to change. I don't owe you an explanation at the point because I gave you an explanation already of what you were doing.
2: And then if you're clueless,
0: then <laughs>
2: go read a book.
0: Like right. I don't know. That, right. that really is on you. Oh man. So I think
2: um, that that in itself is like a low effort friendship. So I think we,
3: <laughs> we
2: definitely all just demonstrated that we are not into low effort friendships. Great, we're
1: not tolerated but Yeah, Great, <laughs> um, like I said, bro, I just feel like for me, I know, bro. If I'm gonna be your friend, bro, and you're gonna be my friend, bro, regardless of status, bro, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do it. So we may not talk about intimate stuff, but I'm gonna support you because you're my friend. You know, mm-hmm. just laying down that, those levels of, um, of, uh, what did I say earlier? Oh, I forgot. I don't know, um, like I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't give the the friend all the information a best friend would have, or a close friend right. right? but, but, you know, at the very basis, you have my full-on support, you know, you have my, you, you have, you have access to me, how far it chooses to go, or how far it goes is, you know, based on how are you interact. Right. But, yeah. Essentially, essentially are you. Essentially, um. And that'll probably be the best way to describe our friendships. So no level effort around here. Yeah. Okay. But so. as, as we continue to talk about this, like I said, this is no disrespect to anybody or their friends or their best yeah. friends, close friends, whatever. This is just, you, this is just to give you some insight of the people that you're around in your life. Everybody has a role to play. Um, people know their roles in your lives, so they should not be disrespected if you just start to change some things right around the bat. Um, S-
2: I don't Excuse explain. me. The phrase is not hurt dogs holler, it's hit dogs holler.
1: Hurt dogs who's... holler too though. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. So
1: to, the, to the point where I have to hurt him some more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, where this is still in the metaphor.
2: Okay. I was like. <laughs> 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 <But> <laughs> Michael Vick? Oh.
1: Oh no! <laughs> Anyways, um,
0: people um, are listening are not gonna get. Now podcast. we're getting canceled. <laughs> <laughs> We've hit that point now.
1: Well, I just feel like at this point, if you're if you're that far in the podcast, we should have uh, built. A rapport with our audience to the yeah, this is that true. That this is true We have really good and, and humongous hearts. So we're not that way. We just say some off the wall off the wall stuff.
2: Yeah. Um
1: as and as we talk
2: about off the wall stuff, somehow we're running out of time on this one. But there's still like two questions I really want to ask you guys. Because I yeah. think it's really Let's good.
0: Let's get it. Let's
2: get it. Um and I'm going to ask Justin to go first on this one. <laughs> What does vulnerability look like in your most intimate
0: friendships? Oh, man. Um, It looks like I'm going to be like a thousand percent right now, right? I do not talk about my family a lot like in my friendships at all if you either hear me hear me talk about my family or interact with my family in any way that is literally you you are now in my personal life like you are now crossed that bridge like my closest friends have either met my parents or know like of my parents and how they act or know of my parents and what they do and how I was raised and how I was brought up and you know, things like that. If you really get to that point, that's where I'm like, okay, you're, you've hit that point for me. Um, Or I've talked to you, you know, I've talked to my parents about you. Like, it's like, you've hit that point for me. Because then my dad, my mom, not so much, but my dad is really good at remembering names. So he'll always, and that's one thing I love about my dad a lot is if I bring you up to my dad, my dad will occasionally ask about you and be like, oh, how so and so doing, you know, and I'll be like, oh, you know, they're great or things like that. Or, you know, we haven't talked much in a while, but I appreciate, you know, you gave me a reminder to go check in on them. like my dad has a really compassionate heart, which is something I've grown to learn, um, because at first, you know, that's a whole different conversation, too, though, but um, But, yeah, my dad dad has a a very compassionate heart um, outside of that exterior that he he gives off at times. Um, My mom, but my mom is, like, so caring as well, too. Like, she'll help, she'll assist in any way um, that she can. If she hears something about said friend or something like that, or if I tell my mom, like, something has happened that's traumatic or anything, she'll be really, really... um, you know, ready to do anything. Um, I'll never forget the moment, and I'm I'm sure John is okay with me sharing this, though, but when John and you, Matt, you know, got into that car accident, um, when my mom came to the hospital, and you all were there, and y'all really got, you know, to meet my mom and see her, like end up in that moment like yeah. for me that's huge like yeah. my mom is so like my family just period is so private to me like yeah they're like my family and it's like if you get to know my family or you get to see my family in act like in action or meet them in person like you have crossed the plateau for me
1: mr total <laughs> yikes um I mean, when it comes to absolute vulnerability, it's gonna be. I can I can literally remember how and I it was one of the episodes where we talked about what you say to certain people based on where you are, how much you can say and what you can say. Yes. Yes. That is the point where I realized. This is going to be one of the most uh, intimate relationships or friendships or whatever you want to call it with said person because I am an open book. I will say said statement and give you no details. Yeah. You do that a lot. I do that a lot. (laughs) I I will give you said statement. I will give you no further details. And then it is up to you to basically uh, see whether or not it's gonna come out or not. If I can tell you Mm -hmm. just about everything, you're gonna be that. That's definitely going to be one of you know the intimate uh, relationship or and or friendships because when I start talking, especially about you know traumas or uh, battles, anything that I've had to really really endure. By myself and I share that with you. Um, yeah, you you got it. Like you you literally have all of me and my support as a friend, as a brother, as a whatever, family member, you got it. Um, yeah, because um, I just I always had in the back of my mind if I'm gonna say something to this person, they're gonna feel this type of way. Right. Has like what we were saying on the uh mental health episode you know i i don't want to say said thing to somebody and they then they pity me i don't want pity mm-hmm. I, I want to share my story with you so you know who i am you know how i've overcome blah 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 etc cetera, etc cetera. um so that's what that looks like to me if i can tell you some of the most personal stuff which i don't share with anybody which is kind of like there it's going to go against what i'm saying if that makes any sense, because like I said, I'm an open book. If you ask me a question, I will answer it in the simplest and the shortest way possible. You know, um, but not give you any detail behind it. Um, you know, so if I can go beyond that, you can you can literally you you, you got me, bro.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I hate to say I hate to say it that way, but you got me, bro. You know, which is why I don't have a problem doing things like you know, giving money to my friends, you know, I don't have a problem going out of state for my friends. I don't have a problem sharing with my friends and I don't expect anything back because they are my friends. Cause I know at the end they have my back, you know, it, it's, it's, it's really one of those mutual things. I'm going to do this because I know you have my back and I know I have nothing to gain from it and you have nothing to gain from it. Um, So, yeah, so, which is, like I said, that's why I hold friends to a really, really high uh, standard and a high place to me me, in my heart, whether you're a friend, whether you're a close friend, best friend, whatever it is. I mean, certain responsibilities come with, you know, with your status, obviously, you know, the higher you go, the more you're going to, the more you're actually going to get, right? But, um, yeah, yeah, good people are really hard to come by. So once I find you and once I know that you're there, oh yeah, bro, you you got a friend for life, bro. That's it.
2: I'll say, uh, to answer my own question, for me, it looks pretty much similar to exactly what you guys said. Um, And, you know, Nick, you said if anybody asks you a question, you're going to answer it truthfully. I tell people that's my policy. I'll never lie to you because I don't see a point in lying. I feel like it just consumes too much mental space. I don't have, like, it just, it's too much work. So I'll just, i just rather tell you like what comes up here. Now how one-to-one that is with the thought that comes in my brain is the next question. Um, because are we close enough where I can just regurgitate exactly what comes to my head? And sometimes you can put the words together for me or you can actually receive what happened up here. Or do I have to translate it, you know? Um, I think uh, I, give a, I give everybody a fair chance to know me. And whatever you want to ask, you can ask it. But the people that know me best um, let me talk without having to ask me questions. Or they ask me a question I it's very open-ended and I give them a blurb. Um, that's very vague. But in comparison, how that looks different with people who I'm not as close to is I answered a lot more exactly. Because the people that I'm most vulnerable with gave me a voice. Because without you wanting to hear what I say, I don't have a voice to you. But if you want to hear what I say, I have a voice to you. But the people who aren't as close to me who are trying to figure out why my voice matters may not care about all the extraneous things that I could say, they just want, they may want the exact thing about what they're asking me about, if that makes sense. Um, so my the people I'm most vulnerable with definitely um, just empower me and, cause I often feel like, you know, like why are you gonna care after a little while, so they give me that reassurance. Okay. Yeah. What you're saying is important. Like, please continue that type of thing. But yeah, I, I, yeah, you guys, you guys really hit it in the head, man. Um, so dang, I gotta choose a oh, last question. Oh, geez.
3: Um, Hmm. Okay. Um, Okay,
2: I'll end it on a light note. I'll spare y'all. Are you guys high or low maintenance friends?
1: Uh, definitely. I ain't a lot. I'm I'm definitely a low maintenance friend. Although I get in my field sometimes. No messages. Ah, it's okay. <laughs> they're busy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely low maintenance though. I'm understanding. <laughs> I'm understanding that a lot more people have a lot more going on in their lives and i understand that because i have a lot going on in my life so it's okay um but i do do cherish those moments where like you said you know said person and um he's not the type of person to reach out so when he does reach out it it kind of solidifies where we are yeah to be completely honest with you um that act in itself is reassurance yeah the act in itself you know what i'm saying so yeah very low maintenance you you ain't got call me three times a day you don't uh I'm gonna answer three out of three maybe (laughs) unless I'm at work you know if I'm at work and you know I may you might get one out of three because like I said if it's important you'll call me back or you'll blow my phone up and at that point I'll I'll do what I need to do to figure out what's going on just for you to say hi and then I have to get annoyed and then chuckle once I get off the phone because they actually care
2: I'll say I'm a medium. Me and bandits friends, uh, I'm not, I'm not definitely not high, but don't put me on the back burner because then I'm gonna just get out the stove.
1: I mean I, haven't, <laughs> I mean, I haven't talked to you since freshman year, so I know. Oh, okay, and I haven't seen Jessman since drill. So, <laughs>
2: what do you mean?
1: He went to Wendy's to get a strawberry <laughs> look, I went to Win Dixie to go get. Powerade. (laughs) While we're in the blue room dying, don't worry about it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Rattling the purple card. (laughs) I'm so sorry. So my,
0: (laughs) my answer to this question is I am the maintenance friend that you are to me. So if you are high maintenance and you like talk to me all the time, call me all the time, then I will give you that same energy. But if you're low maintenance and we can kind of check in whenever, I'm like that too, man. So it's all about the effort and the consistency of the other person's actions that determine how often we're going to talk or how often we're going to interact.
3: That was the best answer for sure.
1: Definitely. Definitely. I hate y'all. I hate y'all so much. I mean he ranks top, you know? So as as the as the fit scott. As know. the sauce and the fifth god Well Fitz god sauce god. Actually, you're coming up as a soft god. No, nah, I was about to say
2: you're the sauce god.
0: So, and very much so, Nick. You wrote the book. So this concludes yet another episode. Of the Third Podcast,
2: episode six, man, we got two more episodes after this, and then this, the first season's Ooh. done.
0: First season Amazing. is done. This is just a little Amazing. taste. As that sound um, like to go? I know.
3: <laughs> Do you? <get> you?
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, but, let
2: me say right quick. Y'all sharing your socials, you know? um Share our stuff with your friends, man. Let's have conversations. We're we're here to start the conversation, and if you're our friend. And you're letting our um, acquaintances outshare you on our social media? You're fake. That's what that means. That's what means. I was talking about earlier. I'm joking, oh. but I'm serious. So I'll let you figure that out. He's
0: serious.
2: J. Cole
1: said it himself.
0: Are All good s- jokes contain s-
1: true sh- Um, Do you guys have any side things that you want to say? Like... Uh, If you use ketchup as your primary condiment, you need help.
0: If you use ketchup as your primary condiment with chicken, you need to be admitted. If you eat ketchup with eggs,
2: (laughs) Mackinson, this is for you. If you eat ketchup with
0: eggs, you don't have taste buds. You need to go buy some more. If you eat french fries with coleslaw, Chad Gordon, (laughs) I just got to let you know you need you, you need help if you replace your
2: your coleslaw with extra fries what do you ben, hold, on, what,
1: hold on hold on where are you going with this what do you this? mean
0: by that it's
2: conflict hey <laughs> i'm never getting rid of the coleslaw
1: yeah, and that's not mammies that's because you need help now right. lastly i do want to tell people chicken no my bad Coleslaw does not belong on a chicken sandwich. I do not care what Nashville said. It does not belong on a chicken sandwich. I'm almost there with pickles. That Although sounds it's really pretty good. good. Pickles are great. Pickles. The coleslaw on the, the chicken
2: sandwich sounds pretty
1: good. Do not. Go that sounds away. absolutely disgusting. Do not that. go with what I just. I hate y'all. All right, so I, gotta I hate start, y'all. I gotta start over. If you're not. Drinking out of this cup made by Drip Designs, then you hate yourself.
0: Drip Designs.
1: That's right. That's what's up. Just put them That's out clean. there. Hopefully That's clean. Safe. That's right. Um, Yet another Third Eye podcast episode. If you have anything that you would like to say, anything you'd like us to talk about, anything, anything, we're open to talk about it. <clears throat> All the comments that get made, all of the side stories, the anecdotes, the Thank yous, the shares, whatever it is, let us know. We're very open to do it. Cannot, cannot, cannot say it enough. We do thank you guys for the support. And we're going to continue this only because you guys allowed us. Episode zero dropped and y'all actually watched (laughs) it.
0: Facts. Sounds like you guys
2: like us, man. I could be
1: fooled. I don't know. Could very well be. Could Could very well be. Could be. Um... But yeah, we are definitely definitely open to just about anything. Even the weird topics. Like I said, we're going to be the voice for people that do not think that it needs to be said. Um, of course, we're going to make a bunch of disclaimers. Talking about how we're still wholesome. And how we're trying not to get canceled, even though we're probably canceled already. But I we're mean, I am wholesome, that. though. You're, but you're canceled. So, kind of zeroes out, you know? Um, so... Yeah, but like said before, it's been another successful Third Eye podcast episode. Keep your third eyes open.